This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Hey, 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 hey! Hi, I have another friend from Utah. It seems like there's a lot of little friends in Utah. Isn't that weird? Anyway, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Avery. I'm 10 years old and my favorite animal is a monkey. I love monkeys. Do you want me to teach you a way of knowing if something's a monkey or an ape? Okay. The song, so get excited because I'm going to sing and I okay. can't sing. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey. Even if it's got a monkey kind of shape. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey. It's an ape. I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Okay, so what did you want to talk to me about today? Ammon. Awesome. So do you want to just refresh our memories who Ammon is? He is one of the sons of Mosiah. He went to the king and he told him that he wanted to be a servant. And so then like, when he was protecting the king's flocks, some Lamanites came to the flocks and he stopped the Lamanites. Yeah. He did. How did he stop them? <laughs> By cutting off the Lamanite giants. Gross. Yeah. So who was Ammon? Like, did we hear about him before he got to King Lamoni? So he was with Alma the Younger doing bad stuff, but then an angel came to him and Alma and other sons of Messiah and stuff and told him to, that such a thing was wrong. And then he and the son of Alma the Younger and stuff, they became good. Yes, exactly. Wow, you have got this down. So this is something I was thinking about. Okay, so the Nephites and the Lamanites, what were things like between them, like as groups? They didn't like each other. They were mad at each other and stuff. Yeah, and when these sons of Mosiah and Alma said that they wanted to go and preach the gospel to the Lamanites, what did the Nephites say? They said no. Yeah, they said yeah, the Nephites said, we have a better idea. Kill yeah. them all. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? The Nephites and the Lamanites hated each other so much, and they had no hope. And they thought, wouldn't it just be better if we killed all the Lamanites? Then we wouldn't have any problems with them anymore. It's not good. Even before that, the prophets, Nephi and Enos and some of the others, they prayed and prayed all their little hearts out that the Lamanites would one day get the gospel in their lives. These sons of Mosiah were like the first ones to actually say, yeah, I want them to have the gospel. Let's go do it. Isn't that brave? Yeah. I think it's so cool that instead of just talking about it, they said, let's do it. Is there anything like that in our life? Sometimes. Well, a lot of grown-ups like me like to say, I am going to eat better and I am going to exercise. I believe in eating better and I believe in exercising. Those are great things. And then we wake up and we get our Captain Crunch and we get a book and it doesn't really happen. My mom does that. <laughs> That's going in. <laughs> Um, I do it too, but does your mom know that her life would be better if she did those things? Probably. I know that mine would, but then I still don't do it. And I think that the Nephites, they weren't bad people. They 
we're good people. But I don't know. It was easier for them to pray for those Lamanites and not actually go out and do it because it's hard and it's scary, just like exercise. (laughs) Okay, they tie up Ammon and take him to the king. Yeah. And what does the king say to him? So the king likes him and he says, the guy can like maybe his daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He said, what are you doing here? You're a Nephite. And I was out there. We could have killed you. What did Ammon say back to him? That Ammon wanted to be a servant. Yes. Yeah. And the king was like, that is really impressive. I have a Mm -hmm. daughter who is really lonely. Why don't you marry her? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think his daughter thought when Ammon was like, uh, I think I'd rather be your servant. (laughs) 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 She was probably like, phew. But then when she sees all those arms and he's like, whoa, that guy's strong. She's like, oh, man. (laughs) okay so let's just pretend that ammon did marry the king's daughter like if ammon said hmm maybe i can teach him the gospel just by living in his house why do you think he chose to be his servant instead of just hanging around because that was a better way to preach the gospel yes 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 good why is serving a better way to teach than just hanging out? Because, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard question. It's because, I just got this idea in my head. I didn't hear it at all from anywhere. It's because when you serve people, they know you love them. <laughs> right? Aren't I smart? <laughs> But it's true. And when you serve people, you also start to love them. My husband's little sister was born with a lot of problems. She just kind of stayed a baby her whole life. She couldn't ever learn or talk or move on her own. And they had to do everything for her her whole life. And she lived 18 years. And some people thought that when she finally passed away that my husband's family would be like, phew, we don't have to do all that work anymore. And I don't know if I've ever seen anyone as brokenhearted as his mom. She was so sad because she had served her her whole life and it made her love her so much. So why would Ammon want also to find a way to love the Lamanites? So he could teach them. He thought they were his brothers and they, and they were equal and everything like that, but he wanted to love them. So if you ever had an enemy, like, because King Lamoni and those people, those actually were Ammon's enemies until he got there. If you had an enemy or maybe there's like someone at school that's not being nice to you or someone in your life that is making your life hard, what could you learn from Ammon that could help that situation? You could learn to love them. Yeah. What can you do that will help you love them? Um, serve them. Yes, you could serve them because it just happens. It's one of those things that happens every time. You learn to love the people that you serve. And so if somebody in your life is hard to love, then serve them. What if your sister was like being hard to love and getting all into your stuff? And I don't know what she was doing, but instead of getting mad and running and telling your parents, what if you tried to do something nice for her? How do you think that would turn out? Good. 
Yeah, because she'd be like, wait a minute, I was being mean, but then she was being nice back. How do you think your sister will want to act after that? Better. So that's something we could learn from Ammon, is he went and served his enemy. Maybe you could even cut off somebody's arm for your sister. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Look how much I love you. I just cut off all these arms. That would be weird. That would be weird. Can't really think of a situation where you'd have to do that, but maybe it's a great way to show love, chopping off arms. <laughs> And so then they're done protecting the sheep. What happened to the arms? The arms are brought to the king. I wonder how many arms there were. How many do you think there were? Twelve. Do you think a bag full of twelve arms would be heavy? Probably. Do you think that'd be gross? Yeah, because it'd like blood all over the back. <laughs> yes, and like a trail of blood behind him as they walk. Yeah. And they just like throw them down in front of the king. They're like, we got a surprise for you. <laughs> yes, they put it down and they're like, it's a present. Open it, open it. You're going to love it. <laughs> yes, he opens it. And what was it? It's arms. <laughs> it's bloody arms. And he's like, oh, just what I asked for. This is my best birthday ever. <laughs> How do you think the king responded when he opened up his arm present? Um, he was really happy. See, he was happy because he got arms. <laughs> and he was like really surprised because he's like, wait, what? How did you get all those arms in the room? Yeah. Yeah. And to do that. No, you'd have to be very strong. Okay, so the king has the arms. He's super happy with his present, and he says, where's Ammon? And then the other servant said that he was feeding the horses. Um, the king had told the servants after they were done with the sheep to feed the horses, and that's what Ammon did. He didn't like, say, oh, I got all these arms, no, I got I'm so cool. He just went back to doing the, the chores and stuff. Yeah, so he continued to serve him. Why did he keep serving him when he could have gone in there and been the one to give him the big arm present? Because he was a good person. Yes, he was. And he wanted to serve because what happens when we serve? We feel good. Yeah. The person we serve feels good. Exactly. Exactly. So how does reading the story change your life? But how good a person Amon was and that he had to serve so that he could teach the king and that we can do that stuff in our lives. Yeah, can you think of an example when you could do that? Um, you can make snowman cookies. <laughs> yeah, and should you only make cookies for your friends? No, you can make cookies for everybody. What about that grumpy guy down the street? You can make for him too, because you know, when you give it to him, it'll probably make him happy. And then everyone will be happy. Yeah. Ammon didn't just stay in the Nephite land serving Nephites. He went out and served people that were scary and hard to serve. Yeah. He's pretty amazing. I learned a lot talking to you about Ammon today. So thank you. You're welcome. And maybe for your birthday, I'll send you some bloody arms. <laughs> now that we're friends and stuff. Do you like that? No. Oh, dang it. I thought that's what I learned from the story was a, a good present to give somebody. <laughs> All right. Well, it was nice talking to you. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. 
First and second books of Nephi, Jacob, Venus, Jeremiah, nine words of Mormon, and Mosiah singing, this is so fun. Alma, Helam, and third, fourth Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey! They're the yeah. ones that beppened that their wearies. That makes no sense.